You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Here we go. Three, two, one. What do you say we do a podcast for you on a crappy-looking Monday? His name is Al Dukes. What is up, dude? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, I got a couple items here that I've printed out. I have not printed out items Ever. in a long time. Well, it's like a year. I used to a long time no, ago. In the last year. Over a year it's been. You have not come in. It's basically loach on a yellow right. pad, and you're good to go. Right, but I had, had a couple of items that I, I was like, oh, I can print here. I don't have a printer at home. Uh-huh. I can print here so I could, I could uh, put some things down. Uh, a couple of quick stories. One, uh, I, I was just talking to you about this off the air. This Dwayne The Rock Johnson, do we just, like, he's so jacked up, yes. right? He's got to be. On something. Right. But is that okay? Because I know wrestling, they say they actually test the wrestlers for steroids. I don't know what they test for. I, they, and there's so many supplements now. Gio thinks it's HGH. Well, that's what Sylvester Stallone has admitted to doing. HGH? Yes. Why don't I do that? You can. Where do I get it? I think a doctor can prescribe it for you. Oh, okay. I I'm can't just get it in, in GNC. Like... I, I, gotta, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I think I know GNC can. has a lot of things not FDA approved yet. Um, which I got to get on growth hormones. So Sylvester Stallone's on HGH? The I Rock? believe in the past he has been, yes. I don't know about now. I mean, because even if you watch Creed, is that Creed? Well, I'm trying to think of there's two of them. There's one of the Rocky movies where he's like 70. And don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not saying he's wow, like he was in Boy, Rambo. He looks great. But he still looks amazing. Yeah. And he's like 70-something years old. And I do believe that's been his secret to staying with the look he's had. So the Rock must be just eating like steaks. And I think it's part of it. Eggs. Yeah, I mean, I think diet is a huge thing. I also do believe, in a lot of cases, the wealthy that don't work regular hours or have a rate like Boomer's got a regular standing job. People that have that kind of money that wake up and say, hmm, "What do I want to do today?" In between jobs, I, I do believe they schedule two hours of fi- physical fitness with a trainer. So between that, a dietitian. And, or nutritionist, whatever you want to call it, I think they have such an advantage. And I think you're going to tell me he doesn't have a nutritionist and a personal trainer. He's probably got five personal trainers. Right, but that's something. But he is so. Oh, it's ridiculous. Obnoxious with the muscles. It's a flea. You got on it, right? His bowel movements must be smell terrible. He eats very clean, I would think. Yeah, but when you are eating too much protein, your bowels don't like that. Is this true? I don't yeah. know. I'm not on a. Protein type of diet. I no, don't your know. bowels. Uh, trust me, 
when the rock is at home and he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. You can the, smell what the, the rock has been cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell what the rock's butt is storing? <laughs> Jesus. If you smell what my colon's packing. Did you see he might run for president? I did see that. He'd win. I actually believe that. Oh, but we would intimidate the hell out of these other countries. You thought Trump intimidated some of these other countries? He'd be like, listen to me, Ayatollah <laughs> Khomeini. The Shah of Iran. <laughs> I would love to rob, vote for The Rock. Let's I go. know you would. I want anyone who's, and that's, you know, people, I think some people forget, like the people that were really anti-Trump, that a lot of people were just looking for not a politician. Yes, I know that. So I'm voting for The Rock. Wow. If he's up against a politician, I'm voting for The Rock. You know who I think would win easy? Who? Oprah Winfrey. What about Oprah versus The Rock? Two different tickets. <laughs> Two different tickets. I'm voting Rock. Well, I think we'd have a Biden-Trump presidency deal. 51 or 50.5% of, you know, 49.5 or whatever. I just think The Rock would be more intimidating in foreign negotiations. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If you smell. <laughs> it's stupid. What my butt is cooking. <laughs> well, the reason I bring up The Rock is there was an article today. You know, he's got that. There's a TV show uh, where the, it's about like the young rock. I think it might even be called or it's like rock. young Sheldon. Yeah, it's like The oh, Rock really? when he was young. <clears throat> and, was not aware uh, of this. And he says he told this to Willie Geist on Sunday Today, the Sunday Today show. He said that between the ages of seven and 11, people thought I was a little girl. Because I had really soft features and I had really soft Afro hair. Okay. He said when he would sit down next to a kid, within 60 seconds, a kid might ask, can I ask you a question? Are you a boy or a girl? No kidding. Wow. So how does that person turn into the monster that is the rock? Because someone like that probably gets banged over the head so many times with it. So he was motivated to it be the rock. You know, there's a certain mindset to exercising every day. And once I know there's a line you cross when you get to it, like you are addicted to doing it. Yeah. And my guess would be he pushed himself because he got tired of being made fun of or however you classify it. And he just in his teens probably started ripping it up. But I was watching, you know, A&E has started doing these uh, wrestling biographies on right. Sunday night. And I watched the one with uh, Steve Austin and The Rock is in that one. And when The Rock was wrestling in the 90s, he did not look like this. Not like this, but still in shape. In shape, but not like, this is like insane. He looks like on. he's carved out of a mountain. Yeah. I know. It's impressive. He looks like when the the He-Man action figures that were like way over the top sure. muscular. He's yeah, like he's got, and the thing cool thing about him too is, the, how about that, is it the, what is it the, from the going from the neck to the shoulder? What the hell Traps. is that? Traps. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, it's be, pretty impressive. He must do shoulder shrugs. I'm sure he does shoulder shrugs holding about 500 pounds of weights. What do you think he curls? Like, uh, what dumbbells does he grab to do dumbbell curls? 50. Individual curls. 50. 50s? Because he probably does tons of reps. Oh, okay. Think about it. One's not it for him. He's probably like you do it one finger. Right. But if you're going to rep out at 20 a time and you're doing four and five sets, even for someone like him, it's got to be a lot. 50 pounds is a lot of weight for one arm. Yeah. Well, I used to accidentally, I'd, I, was, I wasn't purposely working out with wrestlers, but they were at, at the Clearwater Gold's gym that I used to go to. 
and I'd go in the morning, and there'd be no one in there because I, I would go like ten o'clock because I was working. King Kong Bundy body slam you. <laughs> no, right in the middle of the gym. But one of the road warriors would be in there working out, and believe me, he was a monster. But he wasn't cut. Yeah. Well, again, we know more about nutrition now. It's just different. He was like, he looked like a bouncer would kick yeah. your ass, and he was bench pressing a good amount. Humans. But he, but he wasn't like he didn't have veins ripping through his arms. That to me is nutrition and supplements. The veins? I think the supplements and the nutrition. Like I would be surprised. I'm not saying that The Rock doesn't go to McDonald's once a month with his kid or something yeah. like that. But I would be surprised if out of 21, let's say 21 meals a week, and then let's say another Couple 14 snacks. snacks. So let's say 35 times a week he's eating. I would be surprised if 33 of them weren't completely clean. Yeah. And maybe a couple of times a week, he, you know, maybe he has a devil dog once and his pizza one A devil one dog? Yeah. One time. You think the Rock's eating a devil dog? I think if he had, if he was clean eating 33, quote unquote, meals out of 35, he could have a devil dog one day and something else on Friday or something. He'd be fine. And then working out two hours a day, three hours a day, yeah, he's okay. I bet his urine is super, like, green, like, just, like, Well, why wouldn't green. it be clear? Because I imagine he's drinking, like, 100 ounces a day. But he's probably taking so many vitamins, and you know the ones that just wash out of your system if uh, your body doesn't use it? You think he's got green urine? Yeah, just, like, I'm just telling you, his bathroom's got to be a disaster. Okay. You are obsessed with the bathroom. <laughs> I'm obsessed with what The Rock oh, is leaving behind in story? the bathroom. By the way, it just crossed on the wire, like, oh. an hour ago. Yeah. A poor guy was in a porta potty and a tree fell on it, and they had to cut him out of the porta potty Ooh. I think he's okay. Yeah. But that's brutal. Can you imagine? Covered in uh, oh, stuff. Oh, God. I hope The Rock didn't use that porta potty Okay. After, I, my God, After dude. one of his days. Okay. Do you think, Jerry, do you... off topic, do you think that old objects carry an essence about them, uh, a spirit about them? No. What do you mean? Like, I don't know what that means. Like, um... Give me would an example. You, would you have any, like they were talking on the Boomer and Geo this morning about Boomer was asking if Geo's gone antiquing. Right. So let's, let's say you go to, you go antiquing somewhere. Okay. And you find. Uh, stop there, not going antiquing, but okay. You find a really cool old lamp, but the lamp is like. Do I get a genie in it? But well, that's all I'm asking. Like, let's say this lamp is like 200 years old. I think that's cool. Do you don't you don't think the lamp could potentially carry a spirit in it? I don't. I don't. So you wouldn't be if you started hearing noises in your house, you wouldn't think, Oh, I bought that old lamp. Well, I might throw it out. If the only thing that's changed was the lamp. Yes. The at only that thing point that's I might changed. change my opinion. <laughs> but if you're asking me going into it, yeah. no, I don't. I think I would think it would just be a very, very cool piece to have. Okay, so going into it, you wouldn't be like, "This is there's, I'm not afraid of this lamp. But if you brought the lamp in the house and then the, you started hearing uh, ghostly noises, then you might throw the lamp out. Right, we'd be definitely changing my ways at that point. <laughs> All right. But it's got to happen first. Right. So you're you not know. assuming an old lamp would carry a spirit. Right. But if it did, you would have no problem getting rid of it. Right. Now, like, this lamp could have a spirit. We've had this conversation before about potential homes that have spirits in them or mm -hmm. ghosts or whatever, and you've asked me if I would buy one. I wouldn't because in that case, the lamp I can throw out. While I don't believe that would be the case with the house, right? if it turned out to be, now I've got this home I spent $500,000 on, now what? Right. So I wouldn't even run to trouble. What about this, Jerry? You get this lamp, right? And I put it in the house that's haunted? You put it in the house. No, your house is not haunted. You put it in the house. Weird things start happening. You say, you know, I'm going to throw this lamp out. 
you take the lamp yourself down to the to the dump in and town. The lamp returns tomorrow. No, when you get back home, the lamp is. Yeah, there. well, that would be a problem, Al. <laughs> don't you think? Don't Al? How about this? You're driving home today. Okay. You look over to your right, and All your right. dead grandmother's with you. In the car. In the car. That is weird. Right. I mean. I so all sorts of weird. scenarios we can go over. There's an uh, old antique place in Asbury Park that just, just it's just this massive store that has just all these old things in it that are for sale. You yeah, know? old dolls, old typewriters. Those creep me out. Yes, yeah. the old dolls are creepy. Yeah, I mean they weren't made like they're made now. They look weird. Yeah, I'm good. Now, they Ocean, saw things. Yes, Ocean Grove, New Jersey, has some really old. Antique stores and the stores themselves are in very, very old. How do they stay in business? That I don't know. I mean, can you tell me how? Forget make money. How do they pay their rent? I don't know. But I would not buy something from one of those old, old, old houses to put in my house. I'd be a little. I got you. Freaked by it. I like new stuff. Yeah, I always have. I like new. Same here, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, A St. Louis disc jockey. This comes from St. Louis, Missouri, Jerry. A St. Louis disc jockey got the call letters and dial position of his uh, country music station, WIL 92.3 FM, tattooed on his arm. Mason Schrader is his name. He was then uh, laid off. (laughs) (laughs) Dummy. Why would you do that? Was it a bet? No, he's half of the morning drive Mason and Remy show. Took to Twitter to announce his departure from the show with a photo of him featuring his new tattoo. The caption said, ha, 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 I just got fired. <laughs> he was showing off his new bicep tattoo. Wow. How, now, when did he get this tattoo? Does it say? Was it, it says recent? He seems like he just got it. Oh, damn. I just got fired. See, I always thought, like, Don LaGreca does a lot of, he works on the Ranger broadcasts. Yeah. And fills in for Kenny Albert. It's got to be 40 games out of 80. So he's really... He's not the Ranger announcer, but he's pretty close because Kenny does so much national stuff. Don's got, unless he got it taken off, which I don't think he has, Don's got a giant Devil Stanley Cup tattoo on his leg. Diehard Devil fan. And there he is working for the Rangers. Like, legit working for the Rangers. That's tough. Now, it's not the same thing as getting fired. Right. But it's a weird thing. Like, I would think every day walking in, like if I had a big cowboy star on my back or something, I did Giants pre and post game one year. I would feel weird walking in every yeah. day. I don't know why. Look at me with my cowboy star on my back. Yeah. What I guess for Don, it's in the spot. No one will see it, and it's okay. Which is weird. The other weird thing, like if you got a WFAN tattoo on your arm, let's say you got it today. Sure. And well, I've got, been here 25 years. Right, I, that's that's I mean. okay. Right. Even if you got it today and you got fired yet tomorrow, yeah. you have such a history with the station. This guy seems like he wasn't there all that long. Right. And he was like, let me get – he was hired in uh, – 2018. Oh, God. So he's only been there three years. Yeah, no, that doesn't qualify. No. I've been here 24 years and a couple of months now. I say you got to put in 10 years That's before fair. you could get a tattoo and feel like I did the 10 years. Yep. So you're not going to get a David Lee Roth 92.3 tattoo. Oh, no, that I would not do. <laughs> but like after the Boomer and Carton 10-year anniversary, we could have all gotten we Boomer and Carton tattoos. Yeah, we could have. Yeah, we didn't. That show lasted 10 years one day. What a run. <laughs> what a run. Right? Should be going on. <laughs> what a run, Jerry. Ten years, one day. That was some run. And a teenager in Arkansas is living the life I want to lead, Jerry. Uh, she At started home alone? <laughs> close. 
she started documenting this on uh, TikTok. She recently relocated from Oklahoma to Arkansas. And she rented an apartment sight unseen. The price was right, and it was in the location where she was looking for. She's 19. Okay. Uh, Two-bedroom apartment for $350 Come a on. Month. Uh, when she arrived there, she realized she was in a 55 and older building. Did they allow her in? They allowed her in because they said... It's not said, illegal, I don't think. Right. This is what she said. They are equal opportunity housing, meaning they do not discriminate based on age. However, it is designed for senior citizens as the primary age group. She says she's the only teenager that lives there. She says, quote, it has definitely been fun getting to have an extra set of grandparents. <laughs> I plan right. on staying for quite a while. <laughs> I love my neighbors. <laughs> Watch her. She'll stay and move out when she's 55. Right. <laughs> so I can move into a 55 and over I've told. I've always told you that. It's not illegal. Really? They're not allowed to discriminate. They can suggest and they can model it for the 55-year-old and over. Yeah. But it is not a requirement. Oh, because I thought like for like this apartment, now I don't know what a regular apartment non-55 and over goes for in Arkansas. $350 seems very reasonable. It's Arkansas. <laughs> I mean, honestly, where are you working in Arkansas? Yeah. I was looking at um, condos in South Carolina today yeah. online. And North Carolina, just to see what they. I'm like, what is a condo in South? <laughs> what is a condo in South Carolina cost? Yeah, didn't seem too bad. No, of course it's South Carolina. Yeah, but they're right by Again, the ocean. But what? But what are you? Where are oh, you retired, making? Like once you retire, where are you making six figures in South Carolina? Well, I'm saying like once you retire. Right. That's why a lot of people there. head down yeah. there. Absolutely. Well, one place was crazy. I was looking. It was like the condo was only one twenty five. Hundred twenty five grand. It was. I'm telling you, it was right gorgeous. On the beach. I'm sure. Yeah, but I, I always wonder why don't we combine and buy one as a vacation rental place? Yeah, use it when you want a couple of weeks out of the year, right? And then if you, if let's say three guys got involved, you each get it for three weeks. That leaves nine. It's nine weeks. That's thirty nine weeks. You could. Now you're not going to rent it every week, but if you rented it out twelve or thirteen weeks in the summer, you wouldn't have to pay your mortgage. Right. They're paying it for you. Especially if it's close to the beach like that. Yeah, these are right near the beach. But what's weird is some of these places I was looking, they have like beautiful pools. They're right by the sure. beach. I've always said, the maintenance, monthly maintenance fee is like $800. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a lot. I guess that's, that's how they get, get They got to get you somehow a little bit, I they guess. They got to get you somewhere, Jerry. Yeah. All right. Uh, and finally, at the very end of the program, uh, a guy called up. He said he was getting a fence put in today, and he was wondering, do you tip the fence? Yeah, fence? I heard this. It's annoying. I'm with Ooh. you. The whole tipping thing is annoying. Like, where does it end, right? We've had this discussion. We I have. am totally on your side with this. You're with me. I'm yeah. not tipping the fence guy. Jerry, I'm on the fence whether I tip him or not. Oh, good Lord. Warm-up show is next. We'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday. So, What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. 
Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All suck. right, here we go. We start a new week. It's a Monday. Where the hell is Sal Licata? Good grief. It's the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details, along with the Eddie Scazzeri. His name is Al Salvatore Dukes. Good What's up? Good morning, We call you Jerry. Al Sal. Al Sal, that's right. <laughs> uh, Sal Licata, I guess, is on paternity leave. I, I guess he doesn't work Sunday nights. Uh, oh, that's right. I uh, think that's and, what it and is. And normally we get Amy Lawrence. Instead, we had some other fellow this evening. Right on. That I, uh, I I put it on before I leave the house so the dog has something to listen to. Oh, there you go. So that right now, you've got the fans streaming in the condo. Yeah, right nice. all over. No, so no matter where the dog is, the dog will hear this, the voice. I don't think she recognizes it for whatever reason. I wouldn't reason. know. That I don't know. Some people, like, their dogs watch TV and they react. Like, I saw some people, their dogs were reacting to, to the, the light. To the Kentucky Derby. And I've seen cats, like, look behind the TV looking to see something that they saw on the screen. I have cats. Cats are just weird. Yeah, so I don't know if they actually see them or not. But that does remind me, I had no idea the Kentucky Derby was this Neither season. did I. That thing had zero buzz. My my son had a baseball game in Colts Neck on Saturday morning. My dad came to it. He goes, all right, well, I got to leave. We're going to a Kentucky Derby party. I'm like, when's that? He goes, today. Yeah. I had no idea either. What weekend is that? Well, apparently this weekend. People said uh, that we didn't know about it because I had tweeted buzz, no buzz, because I had no idea. I have a theory. And it was heavy, no buzz. I want to know if What's this is where, where people said to you, Mike wasn't here to do a horse racing show. Correct. I actually believe that. People said they don't know that the Derby is even, uh, it's Derby weekend and unless they hear Mike talking about horses. Yeah, I, had, I honestly had no idea. And in the past, at least, Mike has had that horse racing show on before the Derby and you, yeah. right, you get a sense of it. I had no clue. Yeah, Moose is a horse racing guy. I'm sure he covered it on uh, uh, He might have. I don't know. I'm not sure. But he's not legendary horse guy like Mike was. Right. So, therefore, I had no idea what was going on. And then, uh, even though I knew then Saturday I did know what was going on, I still had no interest. No, me neither. Just tell me. I never I, have, so. I'm interested if it's one of those horses that's going for the Triple Crown. Well, that's not going to happen in the Kentucky Derby. Why? Is that Where the first starts. one? Oh. Yes. Wow, then you... Th- hmm. Got the Preakness, the Belmont Stakes. So it starts with the Derby, so that we need the hype that Mike would build up. Correct. Then if a horse wins and it has potential to win the next one, and it wins that one. There you then go. Then we've got something That's going. exactly right. Instead, Jerry, we had a nice baseball weekend. Uh, the Mets take two of three from the Phils. They the had Yanks. an interesting weekend with the Phillies. They did have an interesting weekend with the Phillies. And you know I love nothing more than, well, I love seven inning games first. Uh, secondly, I love potential brouhaha. And I thought, you know, Friday night we had Mets fills with a, you know, benches cleared, no punches were thrown. You're kidding. In a baseball game, there were no punches thrown? But I was hoping that would carry on all weekend long, and it really nah. didn't. You, you can't. Why? Because once you do that and once the, you know, the umpires are going to take a tighter, closer look at it, it's all you're doing is risking suspension. I mean, that's all you're doing. Which uh, I did, so was Mets Phillies, Jose Alvarado, is that how you say it? Well said, Al. Nailed it. You almost sound like you know what you're talking about. Uh, He struck out Dom Smith, and they were uh, jawing back and forth. He was quite demonstrative after he struck him out. Yeah, very demonstrative, and then I guess uh, he was like, come at me, bro, and the bench is cleared. Nothing happened, though. Uh, Then uh, my main man, Miguel Castro, threw inside to Hoskins. And then they almost had a brouhaha, uh, but there was but no brouhaha. Of course there wasn't. There, there was, very rarely ever is. There was thoughts of a brouhaha. 
There was benches cleared for a brouhaha, but there was no actual brouhaha. Although Dom Smith did the classic, meet me in the, uh, meet me outside right. the locker room. Did they meet bro. outside the locker room? I don't think so. Exactly. And then that a Phillies pitcher Alvarado, he got um, he's got a one game suspension. Uh, well, he's appealing it, and he we, pitched last night. Yeah. And I think if you're Joe Girardi, you wished he was suspended for the game because he was terrible. He did not do that, well. That, that Phillies bullpen is, I mean, my goodness, are they awful. They, they are stink. just awful. The Mets put six runs on the board in the eighth inning last night against three guys. I saw the Mets had 17 hits yesterday, last night. Yeah, well, what a shock. You know Sitting how many Francisco Lindor had? Zero. Zero. He's his batting story, 171. One, that was like the I year. Don't, Al, I don't know because he, and again, I am not saying he is going to become this at all, but it was like when they got Alomar, he was a Hall of Fame player and was just not good here. When they got Carlos Baerga, good player, not good here. Now you get Lindor, who is, he really is. He is a great baseball player, and he's got the contract now to go with it. He stinks right now. I, he he can't hit. Even last night, you know, A-Rod's breaking it down, and he comes up, swings, lazy swing, fly ball, center field. That's it. And even A-Rod's like, there's, just, there's nothing to the at-bat. He's, he swung 3-0 the other night. I mean... I don't know. I, I don't understand. I don't. He's pressing He's too Jerry. good for this. He really is. Doesn't make sense to me. He stinks. And I hate that he wears number 12. Why is that? That's what the number Roberto Alomar wore on oh. the Mets. I just, oh, God. I, the whole thing looks terrible. Hmm. I mean, they put up how many runs? Eight runs last night. He was 0 for 5. Eight runs, Ooh. 17 hits, and he had zero of them. My goodness. And I love Reese Hoskins. He's going nuts. I felt like he was cursing to the umpire. Hey, dude, you didn't hit a home run. What do you want them to do? Right. It hit the top of the wall. Yeah. And the Mets knew, too. They reacted properly, got the ball in. And now, it did look weird because I guess you could have made the case it hit the seat and came back in. But looking at the replay, it clearly hit the top railing and was in play. So, And who was it hit off of? Good old Edwin Diaz. Oh, right. I was going to say Familia, but it was Diaz No, first. Familia came in to strike out Harper. Right. It was Diaz that gave up that moonshot. So they got away with one. They won the game. They won the series. And even did you by any chance see the double play runner out of the baseline Saturday night? I did not see this. What happened here? I was out of the baseline. No, he wasn't. Going from which base to which base? First to second. You got Andrew McCutcheon going first to second. And I guess it was, was it Lindor with the shift? I think it was Lindor with the shift. Goes to tag him and misses him. He never changes his path of running. It is a straight line from first to second. He misses him, then throws to first. The umpire calls McCutcheon out. Then they call the runner at first safe. As it turned out, the runner was not out of the baseline. He should have been safe. And the guy at first was out. <laughs> they looked at it on replay. But for whatever reason, I guess you can't challenge. I don't. All I know is they gave the Mets a double play. <laughs> that was bizarre. The end. Yes. The end. I mean, the umpiring has just been atrocious in Major League Baseball in certain spots. Hmm. And that was another. It was like the one, member of the one last week with Arizona. Or Milwaukee, rather, not Arizona. going from uh, home to first, right? Yes. Out of the base pass. That interference call that wasn't. Yeah. Just like Saturday. Out of the base. What baseline are you looking at? A baseline, Jerry. They should put a line from first to second. Yeah, he ran it right in it. Straight line. He was fine. Yeah, oh, really right. goofy. Hmm. So even Gary Cohen was puzzled. 
So it was it was good. They, I saw they got was, two out of three. I saw it was Gary Cohen's birthday, so he only has, I think, two more years of being Gary able to Cohen broadcast. Gary Cohen ain't going anywhere. And then he hits He better not go anywhere. Mandatory retirement. Not mandatory. Your ass is mandatory. When I'm in charge of all broadcasts. You will not be in charge of all broadcasts, thank God. Well, we don't know that for sure. We do. Uh, which was your your most impressive Yankee win, Jerry? Was it the None Corey? of them. They played the Tigers that suck. That's why they were my sure thing on, oh. on Friday. I told you they were going to blast the Tigers. You did. And then you forced me into picking another one. So I went a little value. I took John Gray and the Rockies. They lost. But I knew the Yankees were going to win Friday and Saturday and Sunday. You're right. Friday night, 10 nothing. That Garrett was easy. Cole, 12 strikeouts. Yes. Saturday, the Frenchman, Tyone, <laughs> beat the Tigers. And right. Sunday, Corey Kluber. Uh, I'm, to be honest with you, none of them. I mean, you want to tell me Kluber because he went eight innings and the game took like an hour? Okay, yeah. that's fine. I'm but saying the Kluber one was most impressive. That's game. fine. The Tigers are awful. Eight innings of two-hit ball for the Klubes. Are they the... <laughs> Klub that sounds weird. Klubes. Uh, are the Tigers the worst team in baseball? They probably are, right? I, I think would, they're 8-21. and 21. They might be. Is anybody worse than that? Top Just Google it. I could, but Google I'm standing it. up and I don't have my computer on, so I don't have the standings in I'm front of me. I'm sitting down and I have my computer on. You realize, MLB standings. All right, Jerry, let's see what we have here. You're I saying the... Um, I think they have to be the worst well, team the in baseball. Well, the Orioles have 13 wins. No, I know. The Orioles haven't Tigers played badly. Tigers have eight wins. and So in the American League, they're the worst. Right. And in the National League, they're the, also yeah. still the worst. Yeah, makes sense. All right, you're the worst, Tigers. So the Yankees did what they had to do, and now you look up and where are the Yankees in the standings? First place. They are 500 and right where they need to be oh. going forward. Now the Yankees uh, play the Astros starting tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. They're off today. Tomorrow. Uh, Yanks Cardinals. This evening. I mean Mets Cardinals. Mets Cardinals. That would be pretty cool if the Yankees played the Cardinals today and the Astros tomorrow. That would be awesome. That'd be neat. But you're right, that's not true. Yankees are off today. And who's pitching for the Mets? I see a TBA. Who's he? Uh, TBD. Yeah, I don't know. They're going up against Adam Wayne right though. Well, I can't, that be guy's announced. been pitching forever. He has been around a while, right? Yes, he has. He's been around a while, long time. I like to play a guessing game with myself when well, I'm doing my show sheet and I put the starting pitchers, I go to the MLB app and I go to the game and they give the first initial last name of a pitcher. Sure. So I like to see if I could guess the first name. This was an easy one. This guy's been around for 100 years. Do you know, and I'm not sure, did he retire? I think Oliver Perez is still pitching. Is Adam Wainwright the guy who struck out Carlos Beltran? Yeah, I think so. That was 100 Um, years ago. Yeah, it was 2007. Eight, seven, six. I forget the years. Uh, let's see. He is so Oliver Perez is still on the Indians. A lefty specialist, Jerry. He's going to be forty this year. He's still pitching. Think, and I only say that because think about how long ago we were doing Oliver Perez songs. Long time and having fun. Yes, weren't we in Astoria? Yes. Yes. That is amazing to think he's still out there. Adam Wainwright is a 39 years old, Jerry. Carlos Beltran caught looking. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. He joined the Cardinals in 2005. Yeah. It's a nice, healthy 16-year career. But you're right. He It goes uh, Cardinals 2005 to 2010, and then again in 2012. So maybe he disappeared for two years. Well, he had Tommy John surgery, I believe. He went missing for two no, years, I, I Jerry. think... I'd have to check that, but I think he had Tommy John surgery. So I don't think he went missing. I think he went and had surgery. He disappeared. He didn't disappear. He had surgery. Unsolved mysteries. <laughs> no, I just solved it. Wainwright. Where See, right there, that would have been a very short documentary. It says, uh, yeah, shortly report after reporting the spring 
training in 2011, discomfort. Yep. And then bada boom, bada boom, bada bing, gone. Tommy John surgery. You're right, Trey. See, there you go. Ollie P. Ollie P. Ollie P. Yeah. I miss Ollie, Ollie P. P. It's Ollie P now. <laughs> it's Ollie P now. He was a starting pitcher on the Mets. He was terrible. He wasn't good. He wasn't. But you're right. He's still pitching. So good for, hey, good, good, good for you. You can always get a guy out if you got a good left arm. Good for you, Ollie P. That is true. You should teach your kids to pitch lefty, Jerry. I'm good. You know what? My kids throw righty. I'm fine. Oh, right-handed. They hit lefty. Oh, okay. We had a very good weekend, too, which was fun. But we're not throwing lefty. Okay. So what can well, I tell you? Then they'll never be in the majors, unfortunately. All right. We're just getting started. Five sixteen. the warm-up show on a Monday. A huge, jam-packed Boomer and Geo show coming your way at 6. But right now... Al Duke's got something to say. That's right. As you may remember, I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary in my new condo, and I couldn't be happier with my purchase. If anyone is looking to buy or are a first-time homebuyer, check out financing through Carney Bank. I had the best experience with my mortgage. Mortgage? Get yourself a mortgage. <laughs> my mortgage loan officer. His name was Dave. You may have Dave. You may get a different person. Uh, They are very personal people over there, very efficient, make the entire process super easy. Visit CarneyBank.com for more information and the benefits of their first-time homebuyer program. You will not regret it. That's CarneyBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, coming up, we got more on baseball. The Knicks keep rolling. Nets lost a a really good game in Milwaukee yesterday. And plus, we'll take your calls on your mortgage questions if you have them. 517 warm-up show till 6 on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, a lot more rock. Can't even hear Zach there. 523, little update. Uh, Mark Chernoff has reached out. Oliver Perez was released last week. Get him here. So maybe he can start for the Mets tonight. They don't haven't announced a starter yet. I'd love to see you, Terry. Let's get Oliver Perez back. We'll fire up the songs. We'll get him pumped up. I'll send them <laughs> over to the Mets. I'll put him in his locker room on a uh, cassette. Do you I, think he still uses a cassette? I don't. Walkman A-track. A-track. To get pumped up for the games. I'll get him right over there, Maybe too. an album. People have albums again. That's true. By the Vital way, I have, a new, hot. I do have a new song for Boomer. Well, not really for Boomer, but sort of for Boomer. All right. Coming up later. And you will have some interest in this. It's an actual song that's out there? It's Yes, it is. It's a hit right it now? It is a hit by a Hall of Famer. A hit by a Hall of Famer? Yes. All right, Jerry. A Hall of Fame musician. Oh, Hall of Fame musician. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this isn't uh, you know, some Hall of Fame baseball player. Well, I didn't know if you had It's not Rod Carew. One of those terrible <laughs> Bernie Williams songs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Their songs are not terrible. Yeah, it's just you? not my genre. <laughs> Classical guitar, wherever he plays. I think he's very good. Uh, He's terrific, Jerry. Um, (laughs) Let's do a little Jet news here. One interesting note, the Jets drafted two different guys named Michael Carter. I did see that. That's odd. Yeah. Two different men named Michael Carter? I'm sure that's happened before. Not necessarily Michael Carter, but I'm sure you've had the same name of players on a team before. We better get a photo opportunity when these two guys show up at camp. You don't think they've probably done that already? The Michael Carters? Not yet. Here's the Michael Carter show. 
Uh, let's get him. Let's get him uh, to, to do a spot on the radio station. Michael Carter's. Well, and or, each week, just one of them has to appear. I was going to say, and then the, the host has to guess which one it is. <laughs> Whoever had the better week gets to appear so they don't get beat up on the radio. Which, now, these Carters, they were drafted when? I think like the third round, second and third round. Okay. Late second, then early third, something like that. I did see the story. I figured if they were like drafted in the sixth round, they probably won't be around anyway. Right. No, these, Jerry, the Michael Carters will be here. The Carter, the get, Carter show. Get your Michael Carter jerseys. Did you With see interchangeable numbers? Uh, who was it? Speaking of that, oh darn it! Zam- is it Zamora on the Mets? Is that his name? Zamora. Yeah, he's a pitcher. Um, his wife. So they were in Philadelphia Friday, as we know, and his let's see, let's see, yeah, uh, Daniel Zamora. He's a pitcher. There was a Met fan either at City Field last week or Philly Friday. I forget which one who had a Zamora jersey on. Someone took a picture of it and tweeted it out. And his wife, Zamora's wife, thanked him for wearing his jersey. I think that actually, jersey. I think I saw this. I think it was in Philly. It might have been. I, I really don't know if it was City Field or Philly, but I thought that was really cool. That's somebody trying to be ironic. She Well, you know, who? but I think a young fan, like my son would do that. Like if he finds, like let's say, a, I could see him getting a Luis Guillaume jersey. And wearing it. Right. Who's got that? Right. Just to prove, look, I'm a real Met fan. I've got a Luis Guillerme jersey yes, on. I could see that. So for her, it was kind of, it was a treat. Someone's wearing her husband's jersey. Nice. I thought it was kind of cool. On a Friday, uh, the Carton and Roberts show had the opportunity to interview uh, Zach Wilson, the new uh, Jet uh, quarterback. And uh, as we know uh, from Twitter, the night before the draft, uh, Zach Wilson's mom uh, there was a little bit of buzz around her because, you know, as we more get... More buzz about that than there was the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I saw more about Zach Wilson's mom being attractive than the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Craig asked uh, Zach Wilson about his mom. Right. And he did it, I thought, in a very nice way. He just said, hey, the, the Twitter was a buzz with your mom, uh, a very attractive woman. What are your thoughts on that? And uh, Zach Wilson said, oh, well, you know, she doesn't like to be in the spotlight. Uh, keep it to me, da-da-da. Anyway, some people were, were, for whatever reason, angry at Craig for asking. Why? I don't know, because you know what? As much as Zach Wilson says his mom doesn't want to be in the spotlight, she is in the spotlight. She has a Instagram account with 15,000 followers, Many, most of which came before the draft. She has an Instagram account called Life According to Lisa. If, do you know how old she is? How old? So you're 51. We don't know that, Jerry. Eddie is somewhere in his 50s. He doesn't tell. I'm going to say Eddie's 54, 55. I whatever. think Eddie tells his age. He I'm 47. If this is the same woman, yeah, I don't know if it is or it's not, but it certainly looks like her. Yeah, 42. That's yeah. I'm sure that's her. Ow. Why don't I have a son who's a quarterback <laughs> in the NFL? Because you don't reproduce. Oh. Because you had a woman that wanted to leave you on a cruise ship five times in the same trip. A woman that you had an engagement ring for. That cruise could have easily turned into a dateline where I got pushed overboard. By the way, it still could happen. Right. I could still get pushed. I'm never going on a cruise again. Not after that coronavirus cruise. I, I watched that. I saw the end of it. There's a documentary crazy. on HBO called The Last Cruise about the people that were on that cruise ship uh, that in, uh, I believe it was Japan. Yeah. 
crazy scene. I'm never going on another cruise again. How about the fact, just real quick as an aside, if anybody didn't see it or did see it, this is more just a general, I guess, uh, way to go with coronavirus is spreading through the ship. You have a couple who are, they're not disabled by any stretch, but the one guy is struggling a little bit and his wife has MS. And she gets coronavirus and they basically come to take her to a Japanese hospital. And she's like, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go I to would Hon- be freaking out. Right. She's like, mm, okay, I'm going to go to the Hong Kong hospital. Oh now. my God. Yeah. Cra- I mean, it was a crazy docu- documentary. Yeah. Check it out. It's on HBO and HBO Max. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever I have it on. Yes. So uh, Zach Wilson's mom. Yeah. So then I saw like TMZ was covering this that Craig asked this question. By the way, wrong Wilson. So there's two different wrong. ones. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. So she, uh, his mom is 48. Oh, okay. Still. Still three years younger than you. <laughs> and she's my age. I know. And she's multiple children. Well, yeah, she's 48. Yeah, I don't understand. I still, that still doesn't make sense to me. I, By I 48, you're done. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't make sense You to haven't me. started yet. Yeah. And who knows what's going on with my uh, swimmers. Stuff. Right. But listen, you end up with a 25-year-old, you know, girl. I mean, you right. could still have a family. I'm not a having A 30-year-old, a 35-year-old. I told you, having a dog cemented the fact that I made the right decision in not having a child. Or responsibility. Yeah, like just being responsible for a dog and transferring my anxiety to the dog, I would have ruined the child. <laughs> I would have ruined the human or being. Or you would have been reinvented. Or I would have been reinvented. You would have been. Right. Because I can tell you right now, I did not want children. Yeah. Hmm. And here I am. Here you are, Jerry. Yeah. Speaking of children, Woody Johnson's uh, child, a uh, 14-year-old. Yeah, what is this? He's got a 14-year-old son named Brick. Brick is That's his name? That's what I read. Brick okay. Johnson. All right. I wonder if I wonder <laughs> that if can't he, be real. Hold on. Well, maybe he was named after DeBrickershaw Ferguson. Oh, that's interesting, Jerry. Let me Google Brick Johnson. Brick Johnson. All right. I mean, listen, Evan's kid's name is Jet. Brick Johnson, yep. Mm-hmm. Brick Johnson. <laughs> that's it. Well, I wanted to uh, double check. So double what check. what kind yeah, of Brick. influence does he want on the team? Well, Brick Johnson just wants to be more in the in the mix. He says uh, he, quote, really wants to get more involved in the Jets. He can be. As soon as he gets out of college, he can have an internship and he can work his way up. Well, he's still in high school right now. He's I Brick said, Johnson. He's got ways to go. He's got to get through college first, I, think, I would think. I think that's a cool name, Brick Johnson. Sounds like a basketball player. So Although, why don't you get another dog and name it Brick? Brick? Yeah. Brick Johnson wants to be in the mix. What if we make him GM, Jerry, if it doesn't work out with Joe Douglas? I think we'll pass on that. Just... We're giving. I'm not saying don't give Joe Douglas his full chance to prove himself. What I'm saying is, if it doesn't work out, do we give? Do we turn the team over to Brick Johnson? No. In about 15 years, you can. 15. Yeah. He's got to earn his way a little bit, doesn't He's he? He's doing it right now. He's, He's in the not. mix. Got to have it. Hey, listen, I, Brick Matt Johnson. Matt Rule's wife was texting uh, him to draft a kid. Running oh, is that back. right? Yes. Matt Rule's wife is yes. getting involved and more they, than Brick Johnson. Yep. Chuba Hubbard. Is that his name, Eddie? Have you heard of this kid? Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. He drafted him because his wife texted him, draft Chuba because he ran all over him when he was at Baylor. Is that right? So let's go. Let's bring him on. And did he get Chuba Hubbard? They did. Yes. And they relayed the story to him. The guy's he name didn't... is Chuba Hubba? Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard? Yes. He's a running back? Yes. That's a cool name. Chuba. So I love the right, if you had the choice, Chuba or Brick? Brick Chuba. I like Brick. Brick Chuba Dukes. Brick sounds like a guy who's like 
in really good shape. Chuba sounds like a guy who's probably a, a chubby offensive lineman. Right. Well, this is the running back, so right. he's probably jacked. I'm sure. I'm sure he's old. Did, and did you see the Michael Vick's forty time? No. It's faster his, than Mahomes. His current forty time? Yes. Well, why don't we get that guy on? The That's field? amazing. He's forty-two years old, and yeah. he ran a—I forget what it was—but it was some ridiculous um, time that he was not impressed with because it's not as fast as he's been. He's also older, yet it's faster than what Patrick Mahomes runs it at. Is that right? That to me is incredible. Well, Michael Vick was like one of the fastest people ever. Right, and he, he still is flash. at forty-two years old. Yeah. And think of that. I feel like Michael Vick hasn't played in the NFL in how long? Forever. Long time. And Tom Brady's still older than him and still going. Michael Vick had one of the great primetime games when he came back and he was playing for the Eagles, the Eagles against yes. Washington uh, yeah. at the time, Washington Redskins, yeah. and he was just floating bombs out there. Yep. That was awesome. Looked like he was going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback in yeah. uh, his second career. Yes. Yeah, you're That right. was after all the dog fighting yes. stuff, right? Yep. And he was gone for a while, came yeah. back. Got a chance and never really, he was good, but he never really was what we thought he was going to be again. And I don't know that that system really fit him, but yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. We, you, they are who we thought they were. 534. We let them off the hook. Uh, we're going to let you off the hook for a second. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, it's a Monday edition of Boomer and Geo, the warm up show till six here on the fan. Hi, right, 20 in front of six. What do you say? It's a Monday. Great to have you with us. It's the warm-up show. So much to do, so little time to do it. Boomer and Geo coming up at six o'clock. By the way, Zach Wilson's mom, who doesn't want to be in the spotlight, now has 18,000 Instagram followers. She had 12,000 prior to the draft, 15,000 after the draft, and now 18,000 after the news circulated well, this weekend. And that's going to continue to yeah. grow, I would think. Yeah, she does stuff like she uh, you know, tr- tries on yoga pants and uh, does some yoga and uh, tells you what type of yoga pants she wears All and right. what type of uh, face cream to Have you use. bought any of those yoga pants? I have not. I'm not a yoga pants kind of guy. I hope not. But uh, if I was a yoga pants person, I probably would take her advice. You know, she seems to know what she's doing in the yoga pants area. Coming this summer to Bradley Beach, Al Duke's wearing yoga pants yeah, on that's right. the boardwalk. <laughs> Here's a fun story. I'm actually glad uh, it transpired the way it did. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was being interviewed by James Palmer of the NFL Network. And Mr. James Palmer said, why don't you throw me a ball and I'll be the first person to catch a ball from you after you've turned pro. And Trevor Lawrence said, yeah, no. <laughs> when that one was this Friday, must've been Friday, Saturday. I think it was Friday. Okay. Yeah. The guy was like, Ooh. did you see this? Uh, yes. It was awkward. I'm sure it was. It was awkward. Cause the guy was like, hey, it will be hilarious. You'll throw me the ball. I'll be able to say I was, he's like, no, I'll save that for an actual teammate. <laughs> and then it was like, now how do we move on from this? <laughs> so, Urban so, Meyer. But then what happened? Yeah. And how did that end? But that's something like, I feel we've done things like that at Super Bowl shows. Yes. When things are light and goofy. Yeah. I don't think that was a terrible attempt. Yeah, he tried. That's all right. It just didn't go well Because he wanted to be able to tell people years from years from now, if Trevor Lawrence turned into like this sure. incredible pro quarterback. He caught his first pass. You know, I oh, caught oh, his oh. first pass uh, that he threw. Which he didn't. Right. No, they be like, who, you, who are you? Right. Well, it's James Palmer. Uh, hi, I'm James Palmer, the NFL Network. 
Uh, what else do I have here, Jerry? Oh, A's pitcher Jesus Lazardo broke his finger playing video games. Sort of. He got mad. He got mad and slammed his uh, or hit his finger on a table. But then he pitched, did he not? I don't know if he you pitched did not after check that. that rest of that. Uh, I no, think I he pitched. I think he pitched after that and wound up pitching with a broken finger. And then it realized his uh, finger was broken. Yes. I was not able to see which video game he was playing. The articles I read did not. Fortnite or the show? Those are the two video games. Do you think baseball players play the show? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, absolutely. I would think they're sick of it. Just like the basketball players play NBA 2K. Really? Absolutely. And they get annoyed when they see their ratings aren't good. Oh, that I know. I know they don't like to see their own bad ratings. I'm trying to think. Was it McCutcheon with uh, Craig? Because McCutcheon was so good at it, Craig no, it was, played him. It was, uh, the, was it Adam Jones? Adam Jones of the Adam Orioles. Jones, okay. Yeah, I mean, these guys do play. Yeah. Does not does not surprise me at all. I used to say, I would never, I'm trying to think if I, when I played video games, I would throw the controller. I'd be like, this doesn't work. I was one of those guys where I felt like my controller never worked. Because properly. you weren't winning? Because I wasn't winning. Well, I will tell you that when you have a lagging controller yeah. or a lagging connection, That's what it, I have. and I'm not a big video game guy at all, but it is very, very frustrating when that does happen. Well, I only played video games. I, I think they were still, but that's when the controllers were still wired to the box. Sure. So well, I did, I couldn't have had a lagging controller. So you controller. couldn't really use that as an excuse, but then, I could you? But I did use it as an excuse. Mm, got I would it. Throw down, I would sometimes throw the box that the video game came in, sure. the disc. I would he throw says, that. Stay in the injury, but, but while playing the game, doesn't say what game, yeah, though. They don't want to tell you the game. I'm telling you, it's got to be Fortnite or the show. Just a guess. He was taking well, you know how I always think I never want my professional athletes doing things Anything. That, that will be dangerous where they could get injured. Like, I don't like to hear, like, Patrick Mahomes going snowboarding or... Snowboard your face off, Patrick. Enjoy. Yeah. Or, like, a, a Dak Prescott played basketball with his friends. Like, why would you do that? Because they're injured? humans, and they like to have fun, but unlike you, you. But you would think it would be safe if you were ace pitcher Jesus Lazardo to play video games. Like, that's where I'd be like, okay, yeah, you want to play video games? Stay inside. You're not going to get injured? Perfect. Yeah, this was before his start Saturday. So he pitched with this because he had the x-ray done on Sunday. I wonder that if showed he, a fracture. He must have known he injured himself, but then was like, I can't tell my manager that I can't pitch because I smashed my hand playing video games. It's possible. The only thing I would say to that is sometimes you can hurt yourself and not realize that at the moment. And then all of a sudden, as time goes on, it starts to bother you. Mm-hmm. This is a hairline fracture in the pinky, so maybe he just thought, eh, "I'll be fine." You it's know, dangerous. Were you, did you? Uh, you were never really a video game. Guy. No, nope, 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 nope. Hmm. I'm still not. Yeah. I will, you know, for poops and giggles, I'll play NBA or the show with my kids. But like, that's they're much more once com- every three or four. They're weeks. much more complicated now. The those NBA games. game isn't. It isn't. No, the NBA game is actually pretty good. If you got the I, here's what I know how to do. I know how to pass. I know how to shoot, and I know how to jump and block. I'm good. That's all you need. That's it, and I'm fine. I'm comp- I'm competitive with myself. I can't beat them, but I do. Here's what I need to do. I need to be like, you know, a great dominant team, and I need him to be like the Memphis Grizzlies, and, and then, then I've got a chance. Somewhat fair. Yes, I'll be the 19, you know, 94 Houston Rockets, and he can be, you know, the Nets that won 12 games, <laughs> and then I have a chance. <laughs> Yeah, baseball video games, I think, are easier to play, too, because they're slower. Football's gotten complicated. Wrestling games are very complicated. I know the baseball one is that it's weird. There's so many different settings you can put in. Like, my son plays against people online. And in the third inning, if he's winning, the other guy will just quit and forfeit. Yeah. 
I was like, what was that? Yeah, I don't like that. Very strange. No, we're making quitters out of people, Jerry, and I don't I don't like that for America. We are a quitting society. America. I mean, you you admitted last week that you have a quitters mentality. I do. I have a quitters mentality. The first my first reaction when the going gets tough is quit. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell but too many I, people that. But then I over then I rethink it. But I'm saying initially I want I don't quit, but initially I want to quit. Right. And then I think, well, you can't be a quitter. Try to figure it out. Yes. But my initial reaction mostly is when the going gets tough, quit. It is a good thing you never got a woman pregnant. Right. You would have had regrets. regrets? I can see you staring in the mirror. What have I done? What am I doing? <laughs> Maybe it's not a baby. <laughs> what did you think it was, a mule? I don't know. Ay, ay, ay. Could be something else. Buccaneers have drafted uh, Kyle Trask quarterback to try to be the heir apparent to Mr. Thomas Brady. Is this like the sixth heir apparent that Brady's had <laughs> in his career? Wasn't yes. Jimmy Garoppolo supposed to be he that? He was going to be the heir apparent. Think about this. He was the heir apparent to Brady in New England. Brady kept playing. Garoppolo gets traded, and his time is pretty much over already. Yeah. His career is coming to an end. <laughs> it's incredible. It yeah. really is. So this is the dude who's on the uh He's on Florida, uh, wasn't Gators. he? Yep. Florida right, well, Gators. He gets to say, how cool is this? I always find it amusing when you got a kid that goes to a warm-weather college yeah, and has the luck to get drafted by a warm-weather team. Like, he'll never know what it's like to live in Buffalo. Right. You know, well, or Minneapolis. when he gets, uh, you know, bounces from team to team. Maybe. But right now, he's he's played his college days in Florida, and he's going to stay in Florida with the Bucks. That's cool. He was uh, he's twenty three years old, so again, it's going to be one of those situations where like Tom Brady was, you know, winning nine Super Bowls by the time this kid was, you know, eating baby food. Yeah, so if he's twenty three, twenty three years ago, Brady was twenty two. He was born in ninety eight. This kid. Yeah. Born in ninety eight. No. ninety eight. Didn't the Jets lose to the Colts that year in the playoffs? Maybe. Mm. Yes. Or was, was that the year? I'm trying to think. Or was that the year they lost the championship game to the Broncos? It was one and then the other, I forget. It was 97, 98. Yeah, because 99 was the year Testaverde got hurt. So 98 was the championship year. 97, I think, was the playoff loss to the Colts, I think. Having spent time down in the Tampa area myself, Jerry, doing sports talk radio, I can tell you that they, the fans down there always want to draft Florida players. Yeah, I believe it. Either from FSU, Florida sure. State, Miami, or the Gators. Yeah. Is so, it because that's all they know? I, that's what I always think. It's all they know. Or they're so locked in. When the Tampa area, there's not many Miami fans. It's mostly Florida State and Florida. Right. So if you could get a player from Florida State or Florida on the Buccaneers, they are all in. And to get a quarterback, that's what I'm talking about, Jerry. Just Let, like Jameis Winston. He was a Florida that's State true. guy, right? That is true. Before we break, because we got to take a break in Work a minute. Done. Did you see who won the NASCAR race yesterday? Uh, I did only from uh, Twitter. Kyle Bush wins the Bushy McBush 400. Is it called Bushy McBush? Yes. That's the real name. Yes, that, that was the real. They did a fan vote to name the race. Okay. And they voted it the because I guess Anheuser-Busch is the sponsor, I believe, of this race. So they put it out as a race car fan vote, and they voted it to be the Bushy McBush 400, won by Kyle Bush. I you got was- Bush. You got a lot of Bush yesterday. I thought that was something you created on no, Friday. No, that wasn't a joke. The Bushy McBush race. No, 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 no. 
It was in Kansas, Kansas Motor Speedway. Wow. The Bushy McBush 400 won by Kyle Busch. <laughs> it's so stupid. That was a real thing. You think that's fixed? You know what's funny? I knew more about Bushy McBush race than uh, the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Yes, because they much created no buzz. a buzz. There was buzz versus no buzz. So they, I guess maybe we need to do something in the world of horse racing to be goofy with the name of the race, and then maybe we can talk about it. Bushy McBush. Exactly right. Live with Bush. Live with Bush. <laughs> I saw that. That was a concert you went to. I did go to that. That's right. Live opened up for Bush. Or yeah. Bush opened up for Live. Uh, Bush opened up for Live. Yeah. There was another band in there, too, and I'm forgetting who it was. Slaughterhouse. It was not Slaughterhouse. <laughs> Good Lord. Was it 311? I don't remember. I got to check. 311? I bet it was 311, actually. I don't mm, I don't remember. I know it was Bush, someone, live. Here's what I remember. Paying rent. What a dumb idea that was. Why would you rent? I bought a condo a year ago, and it feels great to build equity in my own home. If you're looking to buy or are a first-time home buyer. Finance through Carney Bank. They changed my entire outlook on the mortgage process. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers savings, like a 30-year discounted rate and down payments as low as 5%. Do not hesitate. Visit CarneyBank.com. That's CarneyBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, 551, we will change uh, studios, which, by the way, next week won't have to. That's pretty cool. Uh, but for, And we'll wrap things up, and then Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, I'm going to get you to an Odyssey Sports Minute with the great Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I'll catch Boomer and Gio in just a moment. Good day for the two baseball teams. Mets and Yankees win. Knicks roll over the crappy Rockets. Nets lost in Milwaukee. Al, what else you got? Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank. Your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Uh, Jerry, Bills wide receiver Stefan Diggs took to Twitter to tweet out some opinions on water. Why? Well, Bored? He- I guess he was bored or he was just, you know, he, he his opinions were based on which of the waters, the bottled waters, are tasty and which ones are not tasty. For example, he tweeted out that boxed water tastes like it's been in a box. Right, it is in a box. But he says, like, you could taste the box. Yeah. And then he said Dasani water tastes like somebody dropped a penny. I disagree with that. I like Dasani. I'm not a big Dasani guy. I like Dasani. I'm with him. There are different... For for whatever reason, I think I could taste test bottled water and tell you what is what. We will do it Wednesday. You're going to taste test bottled water? Well, you are. I'm going to pick out Poland Springs, number one. We'll see. Number they're, Now, they're going to go in a plastic cup, though. No, I don't get to drink from the bottle that they come in? Well, no, you'll know what they are then. All right. Because they're, they're very distinguishable. Dasani's bottle to the Poland Springs bottle to a store brand bottle. Because the store brand bottle is, feels like it crumbles right in your hand. Yeah. The Poland Spring one is kind of like that, but a yeah. little bit better. And the Dasani one's a harder bottle. So it's you'll know once you see the bottle That's in true. the cap. So what I will do is I will not take the water out of the bottle until right before you're going to do the taste test. So it will not affect the taste of the water. Is that fair? That's fair. This is what I want, Jerry. I want Poland Spring. Done. Dasani. Yep. Aquafina. Okay. Tap water. I was going to give you a store brand bottle. Store brand bottle? What store brand bottle. Voss? Voss, that bougie water. We could do that. We get that. We do Voss as well. Yeah, let's do it. Taste test, Jerry. I say you go 0 for 5. Next, you. (laughs) (laughs) Just like your picks. (laughs) 
Your $5 five-team parlay. Could you pick out Coke versus Pepsi? Yes, not even a question. Could you pick out Coke Zero versus regular? It's a Yankees box office blitz Monday.